Well, Steve Bannon may have left the White House, but don't count him down and out. Steve Bannon, the cover story of this week's Bloomberg Business Week. Joshua Green is Bloomberg Business Week national correspondent, joining us from our 991 newsroom in Washington. Um, this story on Steve Bannon, I really love it. Um, he, he's been pretty busy, huh? <laughs> yeah, Steve Bannon is always pretty busy. And, <laughs> That's true. And one of the big questions I had after he left the White House uh, last month was what exactly he would decide to do. And the answer is a lot of things. Uh, but the story I have in Business Week focuses particularly on Bannon's interest in China and the fact that he's been meeting with Henry Kissinger, of all people, uh, to start a group that will uh, is modeled on uh, the Committee on the Present Danger, a Cold War era group that used to lobby about the menace of the Soviet threat. Bannon is starting up a group uh, to try and lobby about what he perceives to be the economic threat that China poses to the U.S., and he's hoping to influence uh, not just public opinion, uh, but President Trump as well. All right, wait a minute. Kissinger? Is he on board with this? Is he? Well, he's it's, not it's, known for being anti-China, is he? No, he, he's not known for being anti-China. And Kissinger, as far as I know, is not formally a part of this group. Okay. Uh, however, Bannon has been meeting with him uh, twice, I believe. They had three-hour meetings at Kissinger's country home in Connecticut to talk about China. And Do we Bannon, know what they said, Joshua? Well, uh, Bannon tells me in, in the new Business Week piece that essentially what they talked about was uh, you know, how you go about uh, lobbying and, and, and changing government policy. And Bannon told me that Kissinger was the one who first gave him the, the historical precedent of the Committee on the Present Danger. Uh, and, and, and that example was that you know, during, during the mid-1970s, uh, American leaders were mainly focused on withdrawing from Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And there were a number of outside policy hawks who worried that the U.S. was going to lose the Cold War to the Soviet Union. So they revived this group, which put a lot of uh, public pressure uh, to, to confront uh, the Soviet Union more aggressively. Uh, it was it started up again in 1976. A lot of the people who were part of that group, about 33 of them, went on to become officials in the Reagan administration. So Bannon views this as a vehicle, not just to, to influence public policy now, but to change uh, the U.S. attitude toward China over the long term. Now, you write in your story that he is preparing to launch this project that will sound an alarm about what he views as the primary economic threat facing the United States, China. There's a lot of folks out there that wouldn't disagree with that premise. Well, I think that's right. I mean, there, there, there is a, a nugget of truth, I think, in what it is that Bannon's arguing for. What's, what's different about Bannon is that he is characteristically more apocalyptic about the threat China poses than just about any other trade expert I could find. Uh, Bannon tells me in the story that within the next 10 years, uh, the forced transfer of U.S. technology to China is going to leave the U.S. as a tributary state mm. uh, to China. He called it Jamestown, our, our Jamestown to their Great Britain. Wow. Uh, and so he is trying to rally his populist nationalist wing of the Republican Party and remind Trump uh, that he promised to do a lot of very aggressive things toward, toward China on the campaign trail, uh, which Trump as president has not done. Is he, Stephen Bannon, still influential with President Trump? Well, I, I think he is. The question is, to what degree and on what issues? Uh, one of the pieces of news in my story is that when Bannon was in Hong Kong delivering a speech uh, – on U.S. nationalism and the impact on Asia, uh, he actually called and spoke to, to President Trump from Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. uh, so it seems that, that he certainly has a direct line to Trump still. Uh, Bannon wouldn't tell me whether or not they discussed China, but I, I would presume that they did. Um, the other way in which Bannon has influence, and we saw this last Tuesday in Alabama, is that he has kind of emerged as the um, folk leader of this populist nationalist movement. Down in Alabama Senate primary, 
Uh, Bannon endorsed the insurgent candidate Roy Moore mm-hmm. uh, against the establishment Trump pick Luther Strange. Right. And Bannon's candidate won by about 10 points. And now he's trying to recruit additional challengers to take on establishment Republicans. So I think Bannon is emerging as a force, as his own right in the party. And that could have a big influence on policy in China and in other areas, too. He's definitely getting stuff done, uh, certainly that uh, and getting candidates that he likes kind of out there front and center. Hey, let me just ask you, just got about 30 seconds real quick, Josh. Um, is he influential with the Chinese? Do they respect what Stephen Bannon has to say? He met with well, some interesting folks, right? Well, yeah, he, he met with Wang Kishan, the yeah. the uh, head of China's anti-corruption uh, program. So clearly the Chinese are interested in what uh, Bannon has to say. I think that's also why Henry Kissinger is meeting him. Uh, you know, mm. Kissinger, you know, for decades has been the preferred intermediary between China and U.S. presidents. And I think the fact that both Kissinger and the Chinese uh, want to hear what Bannon has to say leads me to believe that they think he still does have influence, uh, both with Trump and with Republicans more broadly. It is a fascinating story. Stay tuned, I feel like, when it comes to Stephen Bannon. Josh, thank you. Josh Green, uh, Bloomberg Business Week uh, national correspondent. It is the cover story of Bloomberg Business Week. Check it out on Stephen Bannon. And you can catch uh, Bloomberg Business Week on radio and TV tonight and throughout the weekend.